G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. All righty, Dad, how's it going? Hey, Pete. What's Good to goss? be back. What's, What's the, the goss? goss? A few bits of goss. Yeah. Yeah. A few stories that you've been sending me <laughs> over the last few weeks. One's a piece of crap. But, you know. <laughs> One's a piece of crap. Is that the pun or is it? It's is the pun. Yeah. It's the pun. <laughs> is right, so leaving dog poo in the street really so bad? Question mark. The science says it's even worse than you think. How do they know what I think? <laughs> I could think it's the worst thing ever. So, I think, yeah, the first few lines, beyond the obvious unsightliness and the likelihood of making unwanted contact with dog poo, there are some other important reasons to pick up after dogs. Here's what you need to know and what the science says about common efforts to deter dogs from pooping on the yard. So, what were the main efforts, Dad? Um, <laughs> the main efforts or the effects. So, Salmonella, E. coli, Giardia and internal parasites are being spread by dog feces. Yeah, not your first choice. <clears throat> I wonder what kind of parasites, I assume worms. They'll be worms. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. just we what we used to call grog worms. <laughs> I don't know why it was grog, but grog worms is in the worms you get, the little ones that come out of your bum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there are actually, well, domestic dogs are not going to be a problem, but there are mm -hmm. actually some pretty bad ones that you get from um, farm working dogs because the parasites typically go through pigs and sheep. Um, oh, God. And, you know, they're pretty ugly, so. Do not want. Yeah. But yeah, so they're trying to cut back on this. It was interesting though that I feel like we're already doing pretty well, at least locally here with, with the kinds of amenities that they have for dog walkers, right? Mm. You'll see, you know, the little baggy station yes. yeah. all over the shop. Anytime and you go to the beach or anything, and, yeah. yeah, there's always bins. They're always absolutely horrible to throw anything in because oh, you lift up yeah. the top and you're yeah. like, whoa! Oh, this hasn't been cleared for a couple of yeah, weeks. This smells like particularly shit. Particularly in summer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, this smells like shit. Yeah. Dog shit. Yeah, it's horrible. But um, yeah. So, do you think people are getting better at cleaning up after their dogs? Or do you think- oh, they, like Well, I certainly better than dodgy. when I was a child. When yeah. I was a child, well, firstly, um, dogs just roamed. 
you know, the idea of keeping mm -hmm. your dog on your property was sort of unheard of. That you know, dogs would you know, mostly dogs are trained and they're territorial, so they'll sit mm -hmm. on their own property, but they just walk around the street. So if your dog's walking around the street, you've got no control over where it's doing its business. Yeah, and you're not going to be going around else. cleaning up after something if it's your, you don't yeah. think you're responsible. Yeah, I don't know if this is um, my dog poo, but I'm just going going to go around yeah. the streets and clean but, up. But you all know, of them. I certainly, I reckon, thirty or forty years ago, if you're walking around and people got a dog that, yeah. You know, the best you would see is somebody who would try and sort of, you know, kick it under a bush or something <laughs> rather than picking it up. Uh, <laughs> so, just, you know, lay a big banana leaf over the top yeah, of it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, so, but now, I, I, look, I would estimate, and this is, yeah, completely unscientific, um, I reckon 95% of people are walking around with their little baggies mm -hmm. and you know, picking up their dogs droppings and so you think it's become away. much more of a taboo then because i think yeah oh, today yeah. if you yeah. i was sitting in my bedroom um on the computer i think one day with mum would have been here the kids were here so she was probably helping out with them and this huge dog just yeah, came past the, the window the, and just yeah. dropped a massive log on our front yard and i was just like and the the person walking the dog was like a seven-year-old girl and uh, i was like you gotta fucking be kidding me I was just yeah. like, I'm going to have to go outside and totally abuse this poor child. No, <laughs> no the good thing was, yeah, after the dog had finished, because she just fucked off and I was oh, like... Of course she did. What's she doing? She's run down the... Jumped on the dog and ridden it down the road. <laughs> That's it. I was like, you bitch. Just took bolted. Um, no, but then the, the dad was walking behind her with the bag and came oh, and cleaned well, it up. And good. I was like, yeah, thanks, mate. God damn yeah. right. Like, there's more poo than grass on my front yard now. What the hell, man? Yeah. But yeah, it is funny. I feel like the older I've gotten, I've noticed that it's become a massive taboo. And that's, mm. you know, I'm sure all of us have walked a dog where you've forgotten the bag and you've, you know, let yeah. the dogs had to shit suddenly in the middle of the road or whatever. And you're just like, uh, don't older, look at me. Yeah, yeah, the older I get, I'm like, quick, hurry up. Like, you know, we got to get out of here. Someone's going to see. <laughs> you know. Somebody's going to be sitting in their bedroom looking yeah. out the window. That's it. <laughs> He's shitting on the front yard again. <laughs> Call the cops. But yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. One other thing I've noticed is that you don't find white dog turds everywhere anymore because they've removed the calcium... Yeah, powder or whatever, and they're not, and, the dog and dogs aren't eating bones as much. Yeah, I think. yeah. So they used to always be these yeah. dry. So up we get white that. We get those. Around. You can guarantee <laughs> yeah, a week after we've our dogs had a bone that he, yeah. you know, the turds in the backyard that when we're cleaning them up, there'll be oh, a little brown one, brown, oh, a hard white one. Yeah, yeah that's that's fifty percent bone, 50, pure bone, a, bone <laughs> fragments. Yeah, yeah, I know it is pretty insane. I love that. Um, yeah, you can just give dogs like banjo a beautiful big what would it be like a uh, femur cow or something? femur yeah. cow femur and Dinosaur the first bone. thing he does like it's it's fresh out of the glad wrap you know you've unwrapped it it's clean and the first thing he does is bury it right yeah put it in the filth and yeah. you're just like mate you, you just pre-digested don't let it touch anything there's enough yeah. bacteria on it that's pre-digested <laughs> gross but yeah so which is part of the reason why yeah. the dog poo is a problem because yeah. dogs' digestive systems are, yeah, you know, are ridiculously good, but there'll be some <laughs> of these parasites and bacteria and yeah. things that survive it, Oof. and then they're just sitting there and, you know, yeah, people aren't out handling 
dog turds on the street. <laughs> well, well, adults. Yes, but, but it's people. mostly the, yeah, it's just getting into the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets into the water systems. Now, we're not drinking storm water, but the storm water goes into the local, yeah. you know, local lake or whatever. And, oh. um, you know, how many kids are down there playing and mucking around? And Yeah, you know, well, so. that's it, right? Uh, so, yeah. Don't don't um let your dog poo. Don't let dog, your dog shit in up. the street. The mm. thing that shits me at the moment, we've got like there's an enemy cat. I don't know which one it is, but there's one of these bastard cats in the neighbourhood that keeps coming over to my front yard. And Noah and I made a um little not a flower bed, but a little garden. Oh, your little some cactus garden yeah. and succulents. Still some yeah. succulents in there. And there's I've left space for these things to grow and grow out horizontally yeah. over the top. And I put. Nice soil down with perlite mixed it in nice and airy so it drained well and the plants didn't die. But there's a neighbor's cat that keeps coming and digging a hole and laying Mm. a massive turd and not burying it. It just leaves it there exposed. One thing I have to go and bury it because I'm like I'm not picking this thing up. But I'm you know I'm like every every few days I come outside and I'm Mm. like he's shat in the garden again. He's obviously found his favourite spot. You've made the perfect yeah, cat like, litter tray. The soil, litter tray. The soil moves between my claws so yeah, nicely exactly. when I'm digging my little yeah. hole. He's just like, you know. <laughs> well, you spread cat litter over it. You know, that was the problem. I know, yeah. I know. But yeah, that's one of those other things that's probably become a taboo in the time that dog, you know, letting your dog poo in the street has. It's just letting pets roam. Mm. Right? Well, I don't know. It, Geelong City Council were talking about making it illegal to have cats outdoors. I'd welcome that. Um, I mean, you mean not not supervised? I imagine that if they're on a leash or something, oh like yeah, back yeah, but just them. just cats just running you know, around, running around outdoors. Yeah. Um, and there was no pushback against it, so I don't know yeah, why they didn't do it. Because they've done that in Canberra. They had all these suburbs that were yeah. no outdoor cat. Um, suburbs, yeah. and it was for the sake of the wildlife, yeah, right? The native is, wildlife. Yeah. Like it's one thing, you know, if you could just say cats, you can kill anything that's not native. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go to town. Go to town on the mice and the rats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unleash the fury. Yeah, eat those weeds. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. exactly. But they um, tend to just indiscriminately kill whatever they can. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so most of the stuff in people's yards, even in suburbia, is, is native. Yeah, uh, particularly little reptiles and birds. I always yeah. feel like just buying a uh, a large mammal trap and putting it in the backyard, and every time I get a cat, just taking it to the pound and being yeah. like, "Oh, I don't know. <laughs> someone lost their cat." You're entitled to do and it, and then I think they're entitled to, pay to a do fee, it, right? Every yeah. time it happens, it's your, it's your yeah block of land. I just know, the so. thing that irritates me because I've got one of these stories where I remember when we first moved to Kerr Lewis, Kel and I moved in at um, Brompton Street down the road there, and we would go down the street and drive up to or walk up to the um, supermarket that yeah. was around the corner. And I remember driving up one day, it was either driving or walking, and someone's cat had been run over and, like, not just, like, hit by a car, but the car or cars had run over the centre of oh, the cat and yeah. it had gone everywhere. Yeah. There were intestines, all sorts of stuff oh, all over the road. Gross. And I remember thinking, that's fucked up. Like, yeah. like that's someone's pet. That's not just a random animal. Yeah. So, you know, they're probably going to see it. And then... The next day, I think, or later that day, Kel was taking the kids, you know, and they would have been you know, babies at the time, small children, up up to the supermarket. And she was like, she told me when she got back, oh, I was going up there and there were these people all sort of standing around a small kind of like little grave in the front yard and the kids were crying and the, the, the woman there was crying and everything. And I was like, was that in this spot? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, uh-uh. fuck, it was their cat. And uh-huh. it was right out the front of their house. Uh-huh. So the cat had left the house, oh, walked across the road and yeah. just... 
gotten squashed. And so that was one of those things where that's another reason that I just mm-hmm. don't, I can't imagine my kids coming home from daycare and finding peaches <laughs> squished all over the road, know. you know, mm-hmm. and you're, it's one of those things Kel was like, I feel so bad for them. And I'm like, fuck that. You know, like, why were they letting the cat out? Like, God damn it. You know, it's irresponsible to the cat. It's irresponsible to your children. It's yeah. irresponsible to, you know, the everyone involved. Yeah. yeah. So, Nobody wins out of this. I know, exactly. So, yeah, keep your pets inside, guys. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that irritated me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, anything else you want to say about dog poo? Uh, it sort of run its race, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon people are more likely to allow their dogs to shit and walk <laughs> on the road versus on the beach in Ocean Grove? Or do you think more people on the beach I don't know. allow I don't them know. to, to poo because they can kind of just let it wash just away? Just let it wash away. Yeah, high tide will <laughs> take care of that. Because you um, always see heaps of shit at the beach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've seen people picking up. Well, we used to do yeah. it. We haven't walked the dog on the beach for a while. but Well, um, mum does. I don't know. You, you kind of do the dodgy, don't you? And just bolt. You're like, everyone's on their, everyone's on their do I Do I look like I'm bolting up the beach? Well, this is at a old, snail pace. this old fat guy with a heart problem running up the beach. <laughs> These dogs dropping a turd. <laughs> You're on your own, Banjo. Uh, you dug your little you poo dug hole. It, pick it up. <laughs> That's it. Cool. All right. <laughs> Short cost episode. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure how we can follow that one up. Can we make it yeah. a twofer? Is there anything make else it a that's worth that links well, or should we just? Oh, here we go. All right. Speaking of food, um, turning veggies into ice cream. <laughs> turning turning ice cream into shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, don't right. feed your dog right. ice cream. <laughs> we can we can make this a twofer. We can make a two this for a, one. a two for one. A two yeah. for one. All right. Okay. So the veggie ice cream one. Yeah, this is a sort of a cool idea that yeah, you know, there's. These people now who are using um, rejected vegetables. So stuff that either never gets in the supermarket or um, is no longer saleable in the supermarket. And they're um, mixing it into um, commercial ice cream mix. What blew my mind before you get into that, it blows my mind that so much gets rejected that is 100% fine, not mm. even blemished. And it's because it's too small or too big. Or and the wrong so you, shape or... Yeah, the, you'll, you'll go in and see all, say, the Granny Smith apples or the avocados or whatever, yeah. and they will be within a certain tolerance, right? There's a uniform yeah. kind of yeah. shape. Oh, the avocados are all identical. The only thing is they have sort of eat today, two to three days yeah. a week. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all the same size, the same shape. Yeah. And when you see they don't fall off the tree like that. Where they're yeah. like, don't squish them. And you're like, how am I going to know? Yeah. I need to test. Like, I don't want to buy an avocado that I want to have today, and yeah, I get home and, and I touch it, and I'm like, God damn it. It's yeah. going to be ready in about a week. <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah. 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 Yes. So they're taking... Um, this is good. I, I feel like it's useful because I imagine that at least a few years back and, and before, that it just went to landfill. Yeah. And there were all those stories during COVID too, I think, of the avocado growers in particular. I remember they got down to like a dollar each or 50 mm-hmm. cents each or something at the supermarket. Some of them, they were saying it just wasn't worth picking them. Yeah. And so they, they were just, just let them rolling rot. straight into the ground. They just yeah. let them rot on the ground. They had tons and tons and yeah. tons. And it was something like they wouldn't make the money back that it would cost them to get them to the supermarket no, chains no, to they... sell. And so they were like, there's just no point in even bothering. Yeah. Throw it in the rubbish. So, I remember that blowing my mind. I mean, at least the farmers were keeping it and could, you know, use it as fertilizer and and put it back into the the chain, if you want, that way. But, yeah, massive waste, you would imagine. Mm. Yeah, so they're taking um, vegetable waste. Yeah, pumpkin ice cream, cauliflower ice cream. So, yeah, because initially I read this and I'm like, okay, are they just like... um, 
making ice cream from these products, but they're not going to taste anything like these products and they'll just add in flavors on top? Or is it that the ice cream is actually flavored cauliflower flavor or pumpkin flavor and maybe sweetened or something? I think probably a bit of both. Yeah. Um, cauliflower doesn't have much of a flavor. I was going to say, out of the um, lot, I would probably pick cauliflower because it'll taste yeah. like nothing. Whereas, yeah, <laughs> pumpkin ice cream would be okay. It'd be, yeah. well, would you have it savory or sweet? Savory. Yeah, but well, you know, you eat it like ice cream, but it's a savoury flavour. <laughs> yeah. My favourite flavoured ice cream that I used to buy when I was in Singapore a lot, because the street vendors were, were selling ice cream over there. Jesus, don't um, tell me it's that smelly fruit. No, oh, What's no, that called again? No, no. What's that um, damn fruit? You guys will have to tell me. Yeah. I've had a brain fart. I can't remember That's it. That's all right. You'll remember it. Um, <laughs> no, corn. Sweet corn. Oh, really? Ice cream. It is to die for. Durian. Or durian. Durian or durian. durian. Yeah. God yeah. damn. That stuff's horrible. It is. It's it like probably like... what you guys think of Vegemite. That's my version of Vegemite as a foreigner. Uh, <laughs> That's no, I but smell it, it like, smells no. like the Vegemite's already been eaten. Yeah. <laughs> it smells it's... like you shoes. Yeah, it smells like our previous story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so I reckon that would be a cool idea. And then mm-hmm. the, the, the tale of this story is also saying that, you know, vegetable-boosted plain flour could be next. So yeah. actually, yeah, just... Yeah, putting cauliflower meal as an example into flour. <laughs> it's an interesting thought, uh, right? In the future, will we find a way of convincing people to eat objectively worse tasting food that's better for you? Or will we take objectively better food for you and make it just make taste, it taste better? better. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's probably going to be the latter. A bit. You know? And it depends on what you're doing with it. I know that... Um, a sort of prepared, uh, I, I hesitate to use the really bad um, use of the pre-prepared yeah. because the whole idea of preparing something is that you do it beforehand. But the pre-prepared pizza bases that you mm-hmm. buy at the supermarket, mm-hmm. um, we get, and you do the same, you get mm-hmm. the cauliflower ones, which are about 40 50% cauliflower meal yeah. in them as well as you know, bread flour. But they kind of um, don't taste like anything, right? It's no, weird. No, they yeah. don't. But they, I actually, I actually prefer them yeah. to the standard. Well, ones. they're thinner. They're thinner, a bit crispier, yeah, a slightly different flavour. You couldn't tell. Oh, that's got cauliflower in it. No, but, you wouldn't even know. But it's, but you know, it's different. Yeah. Um, well, and so those, doing that is pretty good. I feel like it's one of those good. things that's subtracting something from the actual what you're used to, right? Like if you think white bread, okay, you have white bread, or you have something that's made from flour, and you're yeah. kind of like, it doesn't really have a taste, but it does. Yes. And you don't realise it doesn't have a it, it does have a taste until you've kind of subtracted it and you use something really bland like yeah. cauliflower. I remember having um I think I was it was when I was first getting into the gym and I was trying to have those medium chain triglyceride type fats and I had coconut oil and yeah. I started using that as um margarine or butter on bread. And I remember being like, What the fuck? The toast tastes so different now. Like it's and it doesn't taste like it's coconut. Not salty. Yeah, it just butter and margarine is salty. Yeah, it so. just tastes like the bread. But you all of us, I didn't realize that margarine and butter, you know, had such a strong kind of. I mean, it seems stupid now, yeah, but thinking strong about flavor it, of its strong own. flavor that it was kind of pairing with the bread to yes. make toast that yeah, you had yeah, put butter. You're very, on. you're very. I don't know about you, but one, yeah. one very rarely just pops a piece of bread in the toast and takes it out and yeah. eats it. Yeah, that's you're gross. putting something on it. It's too crispy. So. Yeah, so it's just too. Yeah, it's like having dry biscuits just yeah. by, it's by themselves. You're sicko. <laughs> Although you'll sit down and eat chips. But yeah, yeah, I remember that and being like, oh, wow. Okay, so something like margarine, which I thought was, you know, just some sort of bland kind of like you put something on top of the margarine mm-hmm. to actually give flavor to the toast or whatever. It's like, no, it actually has a quite significant flavor. And my wife would be like, no, da, Pete. 
<laughs> she pretty much just has margarine and butter on everything, <laughs> just as is. For you know, she'd sit there and eat it with a spoon if she could. I think, but well, your son's the same. I want butter on it, which he actually means margarine. He's never actually experienced <laughs> butter. But. Probably not. But yeah, so which would you you'd be smashing the um, pumpkin one? I reckon the pumpkin one would be good. And I'm just trying to think of some other thing that you know another flavour. There you go. What would what would you um, give us some feedback here? What would your favourite vegetable flavoured ice cream be? I think it's one of those things. I've already done sweet corn, but I know that it, one's good because I've eaten it. But. Is it favourite flavour in that you like it, or it's the least offensive? Well, that, that's actually the same question. You're just starting at a different yeah, yeah, end yeah. of the spectrum. But I mean, as in, like, you're actually searching for the yeah, flavour well, versus like, trying to avoid sweet it. Sweet corn would be, like, it's that standard gag about, you know, in those sort of rapid answer 20 question things of strawberry or chocolate, the answer's vanilla. But mm. for me, for ice cream, <laughs> yeah. it's sweet corn. And people look at you like, you idiot. So, yeah. But yeah, so there is that. Yeah, I would actively look for sweet corn flavoured ice cream yeah. as opposed to going, can I live with, Spinach flavored ice well, cream. What is a what is a vegetable? Because I'd probably go rhubarb. I imagine that's not a fruit. <laughs> I'd have rhubarb ice cream over everything, <laughs> pretty much. But, <laughs> the, but the thing good. is that that's a flavoring in the ice cream yeah. because it's rhubarb has no substance. You know, by the time mm-hmm. you cook it, it's just mush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think you could actually make ice Essence cream of out of it. I yeah. imagine you could take you the just, flavoring and just yeah, sprinkle but, it. Yeah, in there. it's not adding any textural filler to it it's yeah. it's like saying you know strawberry flavored ice cream is strawberry flavored but you can also put strawberries in it <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah i don't know Excuse i think i'd me. probably go the um uh, cauliflower just because yeah, i know it would be the least cool. offensive cauliflower or pumpkin. i'd try them all but if you had broccoli or no you know what the worst one would spinach be spinach flavored brussels sprouts i like brussels sprouts but i'm not yeah. sure Brussels sprout ice cream would be that great. Brussels sprouts can fuck right off. Uh, if you <laughs> if you want to try Brussels sprouts, put Vegemite on them. Oh yeah, well that's it. If you put put anything on them to make them no. taste better, I, I actually love Brussels sprouts. You, you could probably put a dog turd on a Brussels sprout and make it taste better than it does. Tell not. Well, that, that sort of wrapped that one up then, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a train wreck. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, and he might actually publish this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Uh, this will be. A- Members only episode. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. See you.